What's up guys, welcome back to Weddle's World. It's your boy Weddle, and I got my man Loki on set with me today. We're gonna dive into what he's got going on. I wanna shout out to the sponsors of Canes, thank you. Chicken, 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 what combo you picking? You can hit them up here on Telshore, right down the street from me at 1770 South Telshore. Per usual, gonna hit you with a quick commercial break and we're gonna get right back into it. All right guys, welcome back. It's your boy Weddle, of course, and my man Loki. So we're gonna dive into what he's got going on, who he is, and what he represents in his hustle. So my man, Mr. Logan, Logan, <laughs> brother. What's up, how you been, man? What you been up to? Been good, man. Uh, just finishing grad school right now, so I'm oh, sure. to see you on campus when you were finishing. Yes, sir. Congratulations on being done. Thank you, shout out NMSU Alumni 2020. Hey. We didn't get to walk the stage, but yeah. we'll get it later, maybe in December. That's true. When are you graduating? Uh, I have this year and one more year. And then I'll be done. Your master's, right? You said? Mm -hmm. What are you? What's your master's in? What are you doing? Social work. Oh shit! You gonna change the world or what? Hopefully. I'll try to. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's, time, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Going on right now. But um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing mostly right now. Honestly, working, going to school, and I like through there I have an internship. So I'm working at a like an addiction recovery clinic right now. Hell yeah! So I'm doing like counseling and uh, like group therapy. I've been still like making music in my free time and as much as possible. That's what's up. Yeah, we used to work with Wave on campus, so the risk reduction is oh, like okay. a huge. I think we're up in like the top five rankings of like, really? like at least opiate addiction and stuff like that. It's that's awesome. That's great, dude. Especially yeah. for where we live, you know, like opiates is a huge problem. That's actually exactly the population that I'm working with. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's good too, and you know, there's not. I wouldn't say that there's not too many resources, but it's it's kind of hard to get a hold of them if you don't know where to go. Exactly, and that's what social work is all about. Is like, like, cause right now I'm doing you know like one-on-one -on -one therapy, but like social work as a whole, like you can do therapy, mm -hmm. but it's more about like working with clients or like you know vulnerable populations and giving them access to resources, like you were saying, and like advocating, you know, because like even like you know shit anything, food stamps, EBT, like EBT, you know. Medicaid, like it's there, but like the application process is fucking Grueling, complex. Dude, you have to have someone sitting there with you to figure that out. Exactly, and then imagine people that don't have a computer, you know, right. or don't even have, or don't have a ride to the office, and now the offices aren't open. So it's like, you know, so it's about like navigating the system, which is pretty cool, you know. So and and then also yeah, so and like with opiates, like growing up, you know, skateboarding and and hip hop culture. Yeah. Like man, you know. Drugs. I mean, I've had my own relationship with drugs. I've, you know, had friends pass away from heroin overdoses. You know, I've fallen through suicides. Like, so I feel passionate working with that. You know, it's definitely a very dark road. If you know anybody that needs some help, please reach out. If yeah, they, don't if they be scared. Can't, yeah, don't be scared. Ain't nobody gonna judge you. If anything, you're gonna save somebody's life. That's that's some real deal shit right there. But it's good that you're doing that, man. I, I applaud you on that. That's that's definitely not an easy task. A lot of patience is involved. How are you doing that? I, I met you here in Cruces. Are you still primarily located here? Are you yep. like yep. venturing out? No, I'm still living in Cruces. My family's here, like my grandpa, my mom, and stuff. So okay, I'm posted for the time being. I moved around a lot, you know, before. Yeah, same. Colorado, Chicago, like back Indiana, but it's like I don't know. I'm posted right now, and it feels good, you know. Like I feel like a lot of people, you know, their late twenties, early thirties, like they start feeling restless, like. By so much moving when I was younger, that's kind of reversed for me, you know? Hell yeah, it kind of gets you like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I'm good. Like, I mean, I still want to travel, of course. Right, know, right, right. Adventure out, but I want to put down roots, you know? 
Yeah, traveling's kind of on hold for all of us right now. It's COVID. <laughs> yeah. COVID's no joke, man. It's just going crazy. That's true, man. But I think it's kind of getting more of an under wraps. I think they finally figured out an understanding to it. Yeah. From what you know, I can see and understand now. You know, I got to be careful being on my phone with like Instagram. And, you know, nobody's really facts checking any of that kind of stuff. You gotta, you gotta do your due diligence and research on your own. How are you working like around that right now? What do you, what do you got with that? Like, oh, with like the COVID restrictions and things like that? Yeah, do you have, um, cause you do like paintings and stuff like that too. And then I know you said you're doing school primarily. Mm -hmm. So like, so for school, the classes are online, but like my intern, like where I do therapy, right. like, it's actually in person. Okay. So we're trying to figure that out right now, but like, yeah, it's in person because people live, live there. Like it's like a detox and rehabilitation. Like, so they're there, they live there. So it's like essentially they're in their own home. I mean, it's a home that's provided for them. Right. It's really nice actually, but like, so for me, like I go in and I do therapy with them. So like, and that's really like, so I'm still in person there for right now. And then on the weekend, I still serve at a restaurant. And so like, that's been interesting too. You know what I mean? Like Everything's shut, or are you guys- We're back. 25% now? 25% now, yeah, as of like last week. Did but like 50% patio, 25%. I was gonna say, did you have like an outdoor patio so that you could still manage a hustle of some sort? Yeah, we exactly. eat ourselves. These, yeah. these 1200 checks, man, one check ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> we need some more help. Like, For six months, you know? Like right. it was nice when, you, when it hit, cause you're like- Oh yeah, that's what's play. A lot of people I don't think really paid attention to, maybe I should put this towards rent a couple months, you know, or even health food. You know what I mean? If, if you have sure. a bigger family, I mean, I think they got a better tax break if you did that, so you got a little extra, but still. But still, it's not touching like what you need, you know? Right. And then, you know, you're kind of conceived as an asshole if you go on about trying to push, I still want to work, still want to do something because you got to earn some money. You know, it's kind of a weird situation like you know what I mean? Like people perceive you as like being irresponsible because you're out working. Or? Right. Yeah. Because then you know they they feel like you don't care about the others. So it's like, it's like I gotta eat, and you know I gotta provide for my family too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the hard part that people are putting right now. You know. Mm -hmm. But I think it comes like I also think that it's like man at a certain point like you know like we all thought like maybe it'll be over in a month, maybe it'll be over in two months or something. Spring break. I thought we were gonna get an extra week of spring break, and then, Dude, and then six months later, six months later here we are like oh shit. Yeah. So at a certain point it's like. Like you got it. Like for me, for instance, like you know, I try to be responsible and conscious with everything that I do. But at a certain point, like I, like you said, like I still got bills to pay and money to make. So you have to navigate it, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, right. You got to move strategically, and it's what you can. You know? Yeah, it's definitely possible. You just gotta be precautionary or have precautions in play, and you know, move with due diligence and making sure that you're doing the right thing, making sure other people are safe. It's a it's a weird situation, regardless. Uh, but with that. We're gonna hit you guys with a quick commercial break. We're gonna munch on some of this chicken and we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. So it's your boy Leto, my man Loki. Uh, this man is on his, how long you've been going to school now? A couple years? Mm -hmm. In the gap program a year. Yeah, so he's on, his, he's on a year venture into getting his masters for social work to kick ass and change the world one person <laughs> at a time. So my man, it's, it's crazy to see the transition of everything that you've become from and when you were skating around before I met you or like when I actually did meet you and we were just partying, you know, go around doing dumb shit at parties, beer pong this and <laughs> just flip cup that or whatever, but the Grove, Casa B, all these different places. <laughs> it was crazy. So a long time ago, my man actually out of the train depot, I think is where it was, that you had the first setup for your 
your press well i think was it the art oh, i'm not sure no like your first shirts i think were before that well no but i'm talking about for here oh because you were the first one that actually printed some here yeah so we had the main stem which was that was like where Sabu and all of us like kind of partnered up so it was always like Sabu's press so like we had main stem first which was that spot off of um oh my gosh off of like it's like off that by the show on Solano yeah it's way yeah 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 and then we went to main stem or no excuse me we at which was the the place by the train tracks like over by high desert yeah it was um Solano in Idaho right mm -hmm. yeah okay I remember that one yeah on the back as a matter of fact yeah yeah that's crazy. Yeah, Shit's that's wild, man. And then you, so you printed out some of those, my first ones in this city, at least there. And then from there, you, you started to move around. You kind of did your own thing for a little bit, and then you guys formed yeah, Barricade for a while. That had a pretty good success for a while, and you guys kind of do your own things. What do you have, uh, what's the game plan after? Once you graduate, what, what's the game plan? I don't know. Well, like, it kind of changed, because, like, West End and Barricade were, I mean, so essentially went for Main Stem. Main Stem was kind of like a co-op, like an art co-op gallery situation. And then we all, and then like, few, select, select a few of the artists went to West End Art Depot, which was awesome. Like, West End was another like art co-op, but it was just art studios. We had like huge concerts and shows and like, it was awesome. And then we all had studios in there, right? And so like, some of us shared a studio in there, including like, it was like Saba, uh, Dwarfman, and I and one other person, just all graffiti, graffiti writers pretty much, had a studio there. And then like the co-op kind of started to dismantle a little bit, you know? Cause mm -hmm. it's like, like there the rent was like astronomical, it was huge, it was a warehouse. It was a big everything. ass spot, hell yeah, I remember those. And so like it kind of started to like dismantle a little bit. So then Saba and I decided to open up Barricade, you know? And so Barricade was like, um, like well, we called it a culture shop so essentially we sold anything like hip-hop like skateboards uh spray paint markers you know that, like, a bunch oh, of like that entity had its own heartbeat i think <laughs> yeah. that place was dope as fuck and then you've been skating i think that's where i met you out front of garcia oh yeah when you were actually skateboarding off <laughs> those yeah. little c-shaped ones yeah so i met you you were skateboarding and shit so you've been a skater for quite some time oh yeah since shit middle school you know what I mean yeah holding it down yeah. kick push the whole way through <laughs> yeah so then like you know I was there for a while at barricade and then it just got to the point where like you know I had always dreamed of like opening up a shop you know specifically like a skateboard shop for me you know since selling paint was awesome because I've always painted so that was the second plus but then like at the at that time I was like making my money painting mm -hmm. too and like between like having to be at the shop 24 7 and then also trying to paint to make money, it was hard to be like, to be there at the shop all the time, you know? But it sounds like, oh, you could stay in the back and paint, but it's like, I'm sure you're starting to realize now, like you have to be up front, you have to talk to your orders, like, yeah, it's a, a lot, lot. More it's there. a lot, dude. You oh, can't... look, a store, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Everything behind the scenes is like, fuck. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but, so I realized for me at that time, that it's just like, it wasn't what I needed or wanted to do, you know? So then, like, if I like try to zoom through it real quick, then like I, you know, so backed out of barricade. Sab was still, uh, you know, still doing it a little bit. No, he was still doing. It. He opened up a new spot down in Picacho, mm -hmm. more like a studio. But yeah, he's still like carrying that flame. And then I went on. I taught middle school. Well, I just painted murals and signs for a little bit, you know. So like, Days hamburgers, um, habaneros. Uh, I saw you at the fix over here oh, yeah, too. The fix. That I was tight. Saw you there. <laughs> yeah, I painted there. So like, did that for a while. 
and then I was like, oh, I want to teach art, and then so, because uh, I had was going to go to grad school for art therapy. <coughs> okay. So, but then I was like scared of getting more student debt, so I was like, oh, I'll just teach middle school, and then I'll like, you know, use my counseling and psychology, and just like low-key be an, a, like an art therapist anyways. Yeah. Got into middle schools, just teach, teaching middle school for a while, it was awesome, I love teaching middle school. But then I was like watching how the social, or the counselor was able to like move around the system, you know? Because it's hard, like middle school, like schools, the school system is set up crazy. So I was like, started talking to the counselor, long story short, the counselor had a social work degree, and then so boom, now I'm in grad school for social work. But like, the long-term goal is like, I mean, I want to do social work and work on policy and legislation and like program, like uh, program development, you know? So for instance, like, like music and art right now is kind of taking a backseat. Although I just put out, like I'm still producing. Like I literally, we just put out a full, like a full length album. But like, oh, so what? Excuse me. <laughs> we just put out a full length album. We can Hell talk yeah. about that In a second, but like, I still want to like. Eventually, I guess the long term goal would be like to figure out a way to incorporate like hip hop culture, like music, uh, you know, like skateboarding, hip hop, art, baking beats into social programs, you know? That'd so be dope. for instance, like there is some in some cities, like uh, there's this program called Stoked and they're in like, you know, bigger cities like New York, LA. And it's like an after school program for for youth that revolves around skateboarding, you know? There we go. So it's like that's what I would like to start doing is like, you know, <coughs> making an after school program revolving around making beats or revolving around skateboarding, revolving around, you know, all the stuff. And and like not just start a program because like that's what we did with Barricade is like we started from the ground up you know like got it running got everything but like through social work I'm learning how to like kind of like maneuver through the system and pull funding right so it's that's like, like you got all these ideas getting grants type style yeah like yeah exactly like federal money to like really bring in or like let's say for instance it could be clothing like you know like you could be a mentor to and that's the thing is like <coughs> about mentorship to youth that are often go like under like underserved you know because like yeah there's a lot of after school programs for like basketball sports sports like man which is fine like i'm not best at all but i'm saying like what about the kids that are interested in hip-hop what about the kids that are interested in clothing hey <laughs> what about the kids that are interested in being entrepreneurs like and bringing like community mentors in and being like look like boom like here's people that are doing it in your community you can do it too and like instilling um like, nice. yeah, like instilling like their sense of empowerment. Exactly. Know? So, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's one of the long-term goals. And also just do, like, you know, great therapy. I would like to just end up doing therapy and counseling. But, like, I guess the long, long-term would be, like, do some shit like that. That's what's up, man. It's it's a big bite to to get a hold of, but you're obviously moving in the right direction. You, you have a mission. You're attacking it as best as you can, and looks like kicking ass doing it. You're about to get a master's in it, so clearly you figured out a system that's working. And you know, everything takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day, and it took God seven. So you know, it's it's all about the process, or as Nipsey would put, it's all it's a marathon. You just got to pace yourself. You know, rest in peace, Nipsey. Rest in peace, Nip, bro. Um, with that, you know, on the show too, I like to cheers to the success of what you got going on and what you're pushing forward. So you kind of gave us a little sneak bit on an album that you just dropped. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with that? Uh, yeah, so it was awesome. So me and uh, it's probably gonna pop. Not to interrupt. <laughs> just, a, just a heads up. Uh, so uh, I produced an album with my dude Fifth, or this guy with my homie Fifth, and I met him in El Paso. And he recently moved to Vegas, but he's like, man, he's crazy. Like he's super talented. That's like he like last year, the year before he moved. All right, cheers, cheers to you, cheers. brother. 
Oh, yay! Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Always a surprise. You never know. Some of them pop a lot harder. But uh, Cheers to the success, brother, man. Cheers. Go ahead. So, Fifth and so, Vegas. And yeah, so he's like... Shout out Fifth. He's super talented. And, uh, like, I mean, he's put out some albums before. He played... I forget the festivals, like ACU or something. But So, it was like Wu-Tang, Lil Wayne. He played... <laughs> He played with them like two years ago. So I mean, he's doing it, you know? So anyways, he came over, we did a couple songs, and uh, yeah, it eventually just turned into an album. That's so. Uh, and this, uh, where, where can we listen to this at? Right now, just Bandcamp. Bandcamp, That's okay. the way I do it, yeah. I mean, eventually it'll be on streaming platforms, but we put out a physical, like I'm all about producing like merch, because like also I think it comes with like the art background. Right, like, right. Because like, man, music is so crazy. Like, so much music gets put out on, on the daily. Like, so it's like, People will stream your shit and then forget about it because the next day something else will come out, you know? So like what I like to do is like create physical like create physical items for my fans or people who listen to my music to have, you know, whether it's like a shirt. You know what setups or like or you get a combo pack. Yeah, yeah. So like I have I don't have any of them sold. I think I might have one in my house look, but like yeah, for like my t shirts mm -hmm. where the tag is, um, I designed and then made these little uh Cheers, Cheers to you, brother. Thank you, yes, sir. Thank you for the conversation. Welcome to Do What I Want Industries, brother. <laughs> so I'm proud of you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so essentially you get a download card, right? Okay. So where the tag is, you get a download card. So it's like they get this, they get the, whatever the item is, whether it's like a cassette, t-shirt, hoodie, and then they also get the music too. That's dope. And so the reason I put my music on Bandcamp is to like, so Bandcamp is essentially an app where like the money goes directly to the artists. Hell yeah! It's like the most. It's like I, I feel like personally, it's like the best for the artists, you know. And you can still stream on there. You don't get paid from the streams, but you get paid from the merch. There you go. And then getting paid from the streams is minuscule, man. It's like pennies, literally, like fractions of a penny for a stream. So it's like, anyway. So the music right now is just on Bandcamp. That's where the cassettes are and stuff like that too. Well, goddamn, Loki, sounds like you got a whole bunch of shit going on, man. You got <laughs> selling merch tickets, Travis Scott, J. Cole style. That's dope <laughs> shit. You're doing big entrepreneurship with trying to help the opiate addiction and mental health crisis and your social work master classes that you're aiming towards. Got a year and a half left in that. You're painting still. You're still skateboarding, thrashing up. It's crazy, bro. Congratulations, man. I'm happy to see where you're going with it. It's a trip. If you would, let them know where they can reach out if they're, if they're looking to try to help set up some music or paintings or however they can do whatever they need from you. Let them know where you're at. Pretty much the best way to contact, hit me up, is on Instagram. I'm not on it as much, but I'm still on there. You know what I mean? Social mm -hmm. media, but like just at Loke Loves You. If you ever want to hit me up, that's where all the music is at. The Bandcamp? What's that one at? Bandcamp is like, so there's a link in my Instagram, but it's latenightlowkey.bandcamp.com. Okay. And there's some stuff on iTunes and stuff too, but the majority of it is on Bandcamp. All right. Well, that's what's up, man. Thank you for coming. I highly, highly appreciate you being here, sharing some chicken and some champagne with me. <laughs> Never a bad time with that. If you guys have any questions, hit me up. Um, you can DM me on my Instagram. That's DWIW underscore clothing. Come see me here at the industry. That's 1770 South Telshore. Kicking ass every day. Always trying to help you guys stay fresh, save some money, and look good while you do it. Other than that, guys... There's a wrap here on Widow's World. Cheers. Cheers.